In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh Buckley, and my pleasant comic book Christmas elf is the one. Yeah. How, how, ho, Travis Rats here. <laughs> Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast, where Travis and I dive deep into graphic novels and trades, where we talk about what's going on in the world of comic books. You know, we could talk about uh, the new Wakanda movie. We could talk about Black Guardian of the we Galaxy could... Christmas Holiday Special. Guardian of the Galaxy Holiday Christmas Which thing. I think we probably should address at the beginning of this episode for br- briefly. I, where else are we going to squeeze it. it in? Oh, okay. Well, never mind. Yet. Never mind. I didn't watch it yet. Uh, I'm going to watch it today. I didn't watch it yesterday because uh, I went to the Suns game. So I went to the Suns game instead of seeing that. But, ladies and gentlemen, you are on a holiday special. A yearly Yuletide tradition where Travis and I, <clears throat> we lay out the things that we want rolled up tightly and crammed deep within our stockings uh, for the holiday. This is the comic book Christmas list where Travis and I, uh, in a shameless attempt to get our loved ones to buy us things on this list and maybe get a couple listens from people who don't normally listen to it, talk about our comic book Christmas list. So Travis and I- People love commerce. They do. We picked five items each. I think Travis has a bonus item we might get to. I have a. I just found a bonus item, so maybe we'll do six items a piece, Travis. Let's. Just is your is your hand cramped from all this uh, cramming? All of the all the rolling and cramming. Yeah, I have cramming elbow, not tennis tennis elbow. I have, I have cramming elbow. You think after all these years? And by the way, happy eighth anniversary, Josh. This month Aww. marks eight years. Eight years of the podcast. Wild. You think Wild. after eight years of stucking and cramming our stock stockings, we would have some, you know easier more efficient way of doing it like cellophaning that you know how they suck the air out of packages yeah like the mattresses sh- you get a mattress now they oh just, my god you know, i'd love a little they casper comic uh yeah. stocking yeah just suck it all out like pre-packaged boiled dinners and just cram it in my stocking you'd figure that my stocking would be able to accommodate such large things after all these years of cramming things in it but no it is not it is not stretched out enough to just fit things in. Stockings tend to go back to, after a year of sitting dormant. Will tend to go shrink back to their natural size, Josh. I suppose you're right. Your your stocking will not stay that wide open for that long. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Travis, mm-hmm. this is this is an opportunity for us to talk about how we shaped our list this year. Now. Normally, we try to find geeky, nerdy stuff in the things that we love, not necessarily comic books, but something in sort of geeky geekdom that we're both like, okay, yes, this is a thing that I would not normally. I think what we do is we say these are things I would not normally buy myself Mm -hmm. and I would like someone to purchase it for me. Mm -hmm. Right. Like that's that's the that's the kind of goalpost for this. So, Travis, that sounds familiar space. What was your headspace like as you were developing this list? Uh, Because sometimes you and I do it very early. Sometimes we find stuff throughout the year and we're like, oh, I'm going to put that on the list. Or sometimes we cram it in just like our stocking the day before we do this episode. I believe a month ago we said we should really start thinking about what to put on our Christmas list. And I started mine two days ago. 
Mm, I'm not going to say me too, but I'm going to do some pointing. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know what? But yeah. we, we may have started late in coming up with our list. However, yeah. I'm making a point to drop this bad boy tonight, which means it will still be it will be online for the end of uh, the Black Friday weekend and Cyber Monday weekend. Cyber it is. is it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever Cyber it is. Cyber week. Yeah, we're that, cybering all week because I know some of the the things I put on there did go on sale this weekend. Ooh, there you go. Make so uh, my my approach this year is some years I've done I've been it's been a real selfish kind of year and I just you know these are things that are very specific to my taste like oh I want a Macho Man Randy Savage T-shirt. Uh, <laughs> other years it's like hey you know what do you listen to this podcast and do you have people that you might uh, want nerdy things but you want something a little bit you know, less specific to Travis's taste. So this year, it's a little combo of both, baby. I got a little for me. I got a little for you. I got a little for everybody. All right, sir. Well, hit me. Hit me, buddy, with your first comic book Christmas list item. What is it? What do you got? All right. Well, this one is a me one. So I'm, ooh, I'm gonna, uh, you know what? I was unprepared for this. I had it on there but now i am just bantering and boom okay. here we go all right okay. so uh, uh in the past uh, uh years i have uh put things like this on my list uh whether it's the old weird tales uh collections Ooh. or omnibuses but now october this year uh, what they did is they compiled uh, a, uh, a a beautiful hard copy of Ray Bradbury's short stories that he published in uh, EC Comics, like in the nineteen fifties. EC Comics, yeah. Uh, they were like he did like twenty five uh, short stories, uh, and they are slightly illustrated. It's not like pan. Uh, uh, it's well, yeah. They're basically illustra- illustrated comics. You know, black and white pages. Uh, so we're talking about the master of. Uh, a, a science fiction uh, working in the comic book form. I'm always looking for that weird Ray Bradbury story that nobody knows, right? So everyone knows like the Velt yeah. and There Will Come Soft Rains and The Fireman and uh, some of these these more popular stories, ones you might read in high school. But I want to find the ones where you're like, what the hell is that? Or like, oh my God, that's so genius because the man is a genius. Uh, was a genius, is a genius. Um, and so I thought this is it's a beautiful looking book. Uh, I looked at the inside of it. It, it, it looks uh, like it's really well laid out. and uh, It looks wonderful, Travis. Yeah. I've never been more like on a I want to buy this for myself as well edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the Kindle edition is stupid expensive, so you might as well buy the real thing. Oh, yeah, look at that. Kindle... Oh, well, school, we can get prices out for here in uh, yeah, time, yeah, time, yeah. time. Uh, this is uh, Kindle's $53, well, basically $54, yeah. and the hardcover is $66. You are a sucker if you don't buy a hardcover. The whole point of owning this together is yeah. because it's beautifully compiled. I mean, that's it is. this is it's a shelf book. It looks gorgeous, sir. And I love quality, quality choice. I love a good compendium because you don't have to read it all at once, you know, Josh? Right. I mean, we're busy men. And you're you're the out nice there thing. pumpkin farming in your in your right. orange sweatshirt, right? Orange sweatshirt. Yeah, <laughs> I'm deer hunting. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I I think what I enjoy. I think you're right about that. What I enjoy is because it's just a collection of his stories and not like a run. You can just pick and choose. You could flip like there's the the 
you know, the table of contents and go, ooh, this one looks interesting. Let's mm. hop to this one. That's why I love like short. I love uh, short story collections. Yes, right. Because I can go like, oh, I like the title of that one, or ooh, that seems. Let's go check that one out. And because it's a holiday, nothing is better than in that doldrum between, you know, uh, uh, opening presents and someone's cooking breakfast. Never me. Uh, you're like sitting there on the couch or everyone's tired. Some people are taking a nap. Like, what do you want to do? You're not going to start War and Peace. No. You could knock out a couple of Ray Bradbury short stories in there. I like that. I like that. That's a good yeah. one. I just dumped mine. And this is one it. where I may have already put it. On my Christmas list before. It may have already been there. I've made that mistake before. This does not seem familiar to me, though, Josh. So I think you're good. One thing where I don't remember. Uh, This is a board game from when I was a child that they've redone and put out for the masses yet again. It's called Hero Quest. Now, Hero Quest was my first foray into sort of like D&D sword and sorcery sort of games, right? Um, but instead of like D and D where some nerd has to come up with the story and build the maps, this had a bunch of pre-generated campaigns Mm -hmm. on one board. And so the, uh, whoever the dungeon master was would follow the story that was laid out for them. And you'd use this one board and you would like block parts of it off until you saw it. And then as you turned the corner, then the dungeon master would like put the door down to go oh, into one of these rooms. Oh, that's right? dope. <clears throat> so you don't use at not every one uses every square of this, right? So if you look at the board game, look at the back of the box. See, yeah, yeah. You can see the yeah, arches. If you look at the back of the box, you can see all the arches and the doors and stuff like that. And each of those is a possible room to go into. You don't always have to use all of them, but I loved this game. As a kid, my friend and I, and this is just how nerdy I am, my friend Roscoe and I would play Hero Quest, and uh, my mom was the one who was the dungeon master because we were like eight, nine years old, right? And we were two friends, and we didn't have a third person to like be the dungeon master. So my mother... It's wipe away the tears, Travis. It's both sad and hilarious at the same time. I uh, would love a recording. Uh, uh, I wish a recording. Of that oh God! Just to hear oh, your God. mom. Just to hear your mom try to pronounce the names <laughs> in that. It is such a great game. And when they first released it, it was pretty expensive when it came out. Um, it you know you can see some of them are one hundred and seventy eight dollars. This one's I know expansion packs and everything. Yeah, like that. there's expansion packs and all sorts of stuff you can get. This is on my list. I th- and you, there's all the expansion packs with it. I think this would be a fun one for Renner and I. I think this is one he could get behind. That's what I was going to ask you. Do you think that this um you know because some people um now that this is now in vogue you know like the Dungeons and Dragon games yeah. again and a lot of uh, men our age are playing that and they have kids, but it's a little bit too advanced. A lot of those games for kids. Do you think this, how, how, yeah, the, how early of an age would you, would you, you think a, a kid could follow this game? Well, I, you know, it says, it says 14 and up. I definitely wasn't 14 when I played it. I was probably around eight to 10. Oh, wow. When, okay. we were, when we were playing it, it's not hard, right? There's not like a million stats you have to roll. It's not like trying to remember every piece of Dungeons and Dragons. And for me, I Dungeons and Dragons is fun, but 
And I guess like if I had more time to dedicate or like just the drive to dedicate to writing campaigns, right? Mm -hmm. It would be great. I would love to play it. But this one, it's a full on, you're the same characters over and over again, every mission, right? Like you and your friends can play it, but the missions are already written. You don't have to worry about any of the other stuff. You don't have to do it. Uh, and it's not as tough as some of the other board games I have, like um, as some of the, um, why can't I remember it? Um, there's like, ooh, you have to like, there's all these extra dice you have to roll and all these things you have to remember in order to play the game. And this one is way more simple mechanics. Let me, let me ask you this. Than some of the fantasy flight games. Because, you know, everyone knows that the best part of uh, any of these campaign games is, and it might not be the case with this, because it is trying to make it more accessible. Can you build your own character? No. I mean, I suppose you could. There's probably some hacks to build your own character. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's probably someone has a website somewhere that helps you hack your own characters for Hero Quest, I'm sure. And then um, Goliath went into the dungeon. Mom, it's not Goliath, it's Joshua the Great. Say it right. right. I read the pencil markings. Yeah. So I'm sure there is one. You can, oh, there's like, there's a, I just saw one online, a free Hero Quest campaign builder. You can build your own character sheets. So you could create your own character and buy, you could probably buy, you could buy your own mini, right? Your own figurine for it if you found one. There are sites where you can design your own and they 3D print them for you for Dungeons and Dragons. So these aren't really any size different than Dungeons and Dragons characters. So I bet you you could just go do any of that. But this is my list. This would be, I think this is a fun one. It is one where I go like, oh, Renner and I could play this. This would be a fun kind of like dumb family game. And we could rope Gabby into it because it wouldn't, she wouldn't have to go through character creation and do all the stuff where she's like, oh, she could just play the game. Yeah. Right now it's 11% off, but if you wait till Cyber Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, I bet you can get that bad boy down. Maybe, maybe. I bet if you, right, my I man. Bet if you go to the, the, their actual game site, like the Avalon games. Oh, maybe. I bet maybe. they might have a sale there. That's not a bad idea. That's not all right. Idea. All right, sir. What is yours? What is yours? Okay, let's see. Ooh, an Etsy find. You know, I love, right. I love me some Etsy. I love putting my money into the pockets of uh, small businesses. Uh, so this is called, uh, this is from the Etsy shop, Moonlight Mindfulness. And they're horror candles. Uh, so basically. What? They're what kind of candles? Horror. Oh, horror. Horror. Okay. Okay. Horror. They're horror candles. <laughs> you know, you know, sometimes it gets a little stanky when you're yeah. working. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so they're horror candles. Uh, and they all have, of course, different uh, uh, horror themes. Like you got your sweet dreams. Uh, actually, let's go through some of these. Uh, we got your um, uh, the ones for the psychos. It's got the picture of the American psycho on there. It's amber, dark must, sandalwood, mandarin, and jasmine. All mm. right. We've got ourselves a It Floats Down Here. Of course, it's It Candle, Caramel, Butter, Popcorn, Sea Salt, uh, Praline. That's a little too sweet smelling for me. But, uh, of course, the candles have, like, their packaging on them, which has the brand name and then, like, yeah. the, the horror thing. And then on the inside of the candle, too, like, they'll put, like, there's an interesting uh, wax design on the top of them. Like, I'm looking at the It one now, and it's got, like, it like bits teeth. of teeth and bone and... And items on there. Um, you got a Halloween Never Ends 
pumpkin, cinnamon. These are a lot of fall flavors, which makes sense for this one. Halloween, yeah. Oh, but the white dream, uh, sweet dreams, white sage, rosemary, lavender, sandalwood, mm. clove, cedarwood. That will keep you uh, uh, tingling in fright all year round. I think that's uh, a good one. That's a good one, yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is, you know, I feel like there as nigh a Christmas has gone by uh, with a family when we're sitting around opening gifts that someone doesn't get a candle from somebody. <laughs> <laughs> you know you might as well get a fun one right yeah they're easy like to wrap like candles it. you just kind of roll and you tape and then you just kind of hand them in there and you can pick it up like ooh, it smells and it's got some weight to it is it a candle and you open mm. it up and it's always like you know oh hibiscus and you're like oh okay but if you open it up and like jason's staring at you in the face like oh we got ourselves a candle mom that's funny thanks. i like it i like it and it looks like they do uh, they do uh, holiday ones, too. So the same people do some holiday ones. So if you want more holiday themes ones, you can get those, too. Funky smell I like that. candles. Oh, the, horror, the horror ones are fun. I like it. I like it. All right. Travis Rats. Let's see. Let me get... I already lost my list. Okay. So this is a... Oh, man. This is just a dumb one. It wouldn't be uh, the Christmas cl- Christmas comic book list if I didn't put something from my favorite franchise ever that Travis will not care a single thing about. Oh, but uh, I know what it is. <laughs> dune, dune, dune. Dune, dune, dune. So I have both of these... I cannot find one of them, but I have them. You cannot get them digitally. It does not exist hmm. for you to download and watch it digitally. And that's a bummer to me. So this is the Blu-ray of the sci-fi versions, the sci-fi channel versions of Dune and Children of Dune. Uh, Susan Sarandon is in this bad boy. William Hurt is in this thing. And James, oh, wow. a young James McAvoy plays uh the the uh the head character in the dune saga um so fantastic uh it is so good but also so bad it is a much truer version than the it's a great cast man yeah it's a much truer version than the 80s than the like the 80 version with uh what's his name in it um Damn fine coffee, Kyle McLaughlin. Yeah, it, right. Uh, better yes. version than Twin better. Peaks. Yeah, da- damn fine spice. Uh, uh, damn good spice. But uh, this one is closer to it. At times, the computer graphics and the sort of like the budget is not is is on display of or lack of budget is on display in some pieces of it. But I love both of them. I haven't watched this version in a long time. Uh, so I would like it just so I could watch it again. And because 550, uh, 41 minutes. Yeah, it's two movies. So two distinct uh, um, miniseries. The Dune miniseries, which this one is super long. And then the Children of Dune. So both miniseries, uh, multiple discs on Blu-ray. And I need it. I need it, Travis. It's unbelievable Rats. to me that this hasn't made its way to streaming with, uh, you know, Dune Fever last year. You know? My assumption is there's some sort of rights. The rights are wonky somewhere um, because you can't get it. And like, 
I, my guess is there's some weird streaming right thing to it. But as I was looking for it, cause I was like, man, I really want to watch that. Um, because the new Dune was up on HBO max. And I was like, Oh, I want to watch this. I want to watch the crappy sci-fi version. And I went to go look digital and you know, asylum pictures, the one who makes all the knockoff movies, like instead of Pacific rim, they made Atlantic rim. No, but I like it. Um, they make really crappy versions of actual films like knockoff ones. And they made a Dune planet one or planet Dune, I think is what it's called or something like that. And the preview is just awful. Yeah. Um, it's called planet Dune. And it the preview is god awful. Um, you can watch it for free on Prime Video if you've got it. So maybe you want to do that. Why maybe am I not working want... for Asylum Pictures? I feel like I could knock out. A few I scripts feel for like them. you could probably knock out some scripts for Asylum Pictures. Um, no movie is uh, sacred enough to not make can a I, shitty version. I know it's off track. Can I tell you what I'm working on right now? Yeah, I'm about four pages into it. I'm hoping to finish the one act so I can take it to competition. Josh, I'm finally doing it. For High School Stage is also a musical version of it. Uh, are you there, Crom? It's me, Conan. No! <laughs> oh, no, that's beautiful. Do you, that's beautiful. Do you know the song by the Monkees guy? He didn't like tooth... He had kids around then, so... Uh, uh, we have kids now. <laughs> but the yes. sense of... It was called My Own Personal Penguin. I want to be your personal penguin. Front. No, Davy Jones not. from the Monkees, which is now parodied in my play as I want to be your personal Conan. <laughs> You know, I was thinking about it, and I had a convergence of Conan come into my life, and I thought, can we do this play about Conan and helping a young girl through a delicate uh, uh, time of her period? <laughs> and then I thought about that movie. <laughs> seeing Red? Yeah, I thought that about that movie Seeing Red, and I go, man, if Disney's, or whatever the hell is doing it, then I can do it, man. And I I'm, love it. And it's also, I'm... Josh, you can also tell that I'm, really exhausted doing drama and so I'm look I'm trying to give them reasons for them to be like no you can't do this anymore <laughs> <laughs> I love it I love it so very much uh I'll keep you posted uh as as the uh writing goes on that's good that's good all right all right Travis what's your next one okay this next let's mix things up this next one pairs nicely with yours all right <clears throat> and for those types of peeps this came out, um, and right now it's on a great sale on Amazon, because um, uh, I was looking at it a couple weeks ago, and it was uh, in the 70s. Uh, but So James Cameron uh, wrote this, has this huge like kind of coffee table type book called Tech Noir, um, mm. and it was released in December of last year, uh, but I didn't know about it till this year. And I've heard really good things about this book. Uh, so basically, it's it's like the art of James Cameron. So like all his like production skills, because, you know, he was an artist before yeah. he became, you know, James Cameron, the James Cameron that we know. Uh, and so when it comes to like the original des designs of for like Terminator and Aliens and uh, Avatar and all that stuff. It's laid out what looks to be really beautifully in this in this book. And sometimes these coffee table books, it feels like they're just visual. And then like the, the they throw in some like blurbs and some crappy like a person of a person of a person of a person knew this or worked on this is a little summary. Yeah. But I heard in this one, it's like some really great 
insider never heard before um you know insight into yeah, uh yeah. these films and designs which um with avatar coming out this december you know i'll probably get i'm hoping that it's going to be good and i'm hoping that it will uh send me on a little james cameron kick you know yeah uh well you know the new avatar movie is coming out and you can watch it uh the deep spooky deep water avatar movie yeah well, I, I, yeah. the way of water i'm all for it really Travis? yep yep wow. i liked i liked Did the original like... avatar yeah i saw you... it like three times oh, in the theater fern gully you really liked fern gully that's a good yeah. movie too my name is batty my logic <laughs> is erratic no brain in the attic <laughs> great i also like dancing with wow. the wolves too yeah 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 uh okay all right all right, I says a man make, who likes Dune and every I know built it off of Dune. <laughs> it does not make any sense. I understand. <laughs> I should like Avatar, but I do not. I do not. But the book looks really cool. Um, and then on top of it, there's like other. I'm seeing the movie art of Sid Mead, uh, and even that looks. I don't know who Sid Mead is, but it's Me another either. coffee table book and. It looks great, and then it takes you to like thirty thousand other sci-fi artist coffee table books. Oh yeah, and I'm Ron like Cobb. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, good God, all of that would be just beautiful to look at. All of that would be great to look at. Don't forget um, about me. Settle down, Giger. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All <laughs> right. So mine. Uh, I guess I could dump an Amazon link, but I, I, I suppose I should because you're gonna post these on the thing. But I don't have. Oh, Emma. Right yeah. Shit. So okay, I'm got gonna, it. I'm, well, you don't have to. I'm no, gonna make you it. look. I'm gonna make you look for it, Travis. Though, don't let me uh, close what, this chat out before I copy all yeah, these don't, links. Don't close the chat out. Um, well, we've been on a Ed Brubaker, Sean Phillips kick. I love it. Uh, you have been reading Criminal. Mm-hmm. I want to do something different though. Uh, all of Fatal is in two oversized books, so they're oversized and they're extra material. So all of Fatal is in two deluxe edition hardcovers. One's 60 bucks, one's like $44. For 100 bucks, I could get all 24 issues oversized in hardcover, would look great on my wall. Like the fade out isn't, like I'm thinking of the fade out that's oversized that was wonderful. Uh, and I just hit you I with want... my uh, uh, next one as you're talking. <laughs> so we'll, we'll just tag so, up on it. So I, for me... I really do like that, but I do, I want to kind of, this is Fatal is one I've never looked at. I've never read any of the stories from it, Um, but the art always looks super gorgeous. And uh, Sean Phillips knows how to draw like sexy, like movie starlets. And so I bet you it's wonderful. So one of the the things that I, I, I found with Criminal is, you know, in getting it, I'm like, oh, it's collected really nice, but I mean, I've read, I'm sure I've read their best stuff, you know, like the, the, the fade out and reckless and all those things we like. And this was before that. So I was thinking, I'm like, well, the story probably isn't as, as, you know, Ed Brubaker as they perfected it. And it's fucking, it's good. I mean, it's, it's like, it could have come out right now. That's the thing about both these guys, guys work. It's, it doesn't matter. It feels like, if one came 15 years before the other, it doesn't feel like really the quality is lost. It doesn't feel like they're discovering something. And it's like, well, mm. it took them 10 years to perfect this type of story. And now we're seeing it with with Reckless. It feels like each of them is out of the box, like its own great story. Uh, the only yeah. one I didn't like um, and, and you liked was the... Um, what's the, the one? Our, our 
my heroes or no uh no it's the one where it's it's, oh killer be killed killer be killed oh that did did you finish it though no because it's three it's three volume it's three trades it finishes really good i really i really enjoyed it yeah but he does he goes that sort of like it's that weird like oh satan shows up right so satan um, did somebody say satan uh, times but, in eight years that Dana Carvey has been brought up on the show. How just how many times have we done a David Dana Carvey impression uh, of any know. any Dana Carvey impression? Can't finish. How many times do you think we said not can't do it, not can do it? Which is just pit. It just pe- pegs our age <laughs> so well. Um, all right, so I got to see what's the what's the Sean so Phillips goodness. I got? tagged up on this one. Uh, I I I there. Mike, I love these covers to Reckless, and on his site on Sean Phillips uh, uh, bigcartel.com site where he sells uh, yeah. some of his work and arts, he has like the the prints of it, yeah. and you know they're going to be good quality prints. I mean, I, can I print these out? on my own absolutely is there someone probably on line who can print them off their printer and charge you 20 bucks for them sure but you're giving your money to sean you got the the prints right from them and i think oh these aren't 15 pounds ain't bad yeah 15 with the with the uh inflation and exchange rate no not at all but they're they're <laughs> i love those uh and there's some criminal ones on there but those reckless ones i want i want all of them but they only got two right now yeah those uh those two reckless ones are very wonderful. Yeah. Uh I think the first the friend of the devil one is great cuz it's got like the the pentagram and the like the the sort of like starlet on there. Yep, um, it does look good. Yeah. yeah, that is the better of the two. Uh and maybe my favorite of all his covers. Um look at the new one. Yep. I'm going to say that's my favorite. I think that's probably that. I don't have that one in hardcover. I'm missing the first two in hardcover. Better get on that. So I don't I have know, any, I, I don't have any of any of my household goods, anything here, but I do have all the hard copy versions of <laughs> Ed Brubaker and John. <laughs> I'm using them for I'm using them for a coffee table. <laughs> I and when when my, people if people come in to visit, it's the, the first thing they go to because it's the only thing they can go to. They each have to sit on one. You put them on cushions. <laughs> oh, hell no. This, you better get off my hard covers. <laughs> I do. I like that. That's a very, that's a very cool. One. So my, my next one will also be, there's no link for it because it is, they sold out already. So I'm giving you a Christmas list thing that, that will be unfulfilled an unfulfilled Christmas list item, but desperately I want a bat Tober Chris Samney like original piece of art every year he does does Bat-tober he puts them on uh ebay and auctions them off on ebay i desperately want one i know they are probably stupid expensive but this is a gift that will be unfulfilled Uh, until uh, until maybe next year what when they when they does he auction the day he does them or is it like no he uh, auctions them off in early november uh, okay. Do you don't know how much they go for? Uh, not off the top of my head. I bet you could find out though. Uh, I'm I'm going on eBay. I'm seeing what 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 they uh, uh, ink on Bristol. I'm, I'm assuming just a stupid amount of money. Yeah, Spells. winning bid, winning bid one thousand two hundred and twenty five dollars for one of these. I so, mean, for it's Somni. Yeah. 
I mean, it's it's gorgeous, but I don't know that I need to spend that much money on it. Uh, no, but man, does it look? It good. would look really nice next to your Batman figurine wall. It would. It would. But um, that's yeah. fun stuff, though. That's like that's like the pie in the sky. That's like, right. That's the stuff I would never I'm never would buy for myself. And I would not even expect my wife to buy it for me. That would be crazy. But that doesn't mean I can't go. Ooh, that would be fun to have. That's like you're um, you're uh, 70 years old. You're retiring from being principal at a school that you've been at for 15 years. And they they want to give you a send away gift. So the kids get together. They scrape up their shekels, Josh. Scrape them up. Scrape them up. And then they're like, let's he's you know, he's been lugging this these uh, Batman toys around (laughs) for for 50 years. Let's just in the profession. Break him off a piece of Somni. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, that would be that would be my that's like my pie in the sky. This would be rad. All right, right, that would next? be rad. Um, yeah. Um, this is one I'm kind of kind of out. So I, these are kind of. I trickling. got two left. I got two left. What do you got? You got two yeah. left, right? Uh, something like that. Yeah. So this one uh, is for uh, this one isn't for me. I don't know if I'd really use this one just because I, I don't collect, but I saw this and I'm like, huh. What an efficient way if you had a comic book collector in your life. So um, they sell these, and I don't think this is the only version of it, but they basically sell these comic book inventory logs. And yes, I know you can make one on a spreadsheet at home, right? And it might be more efficient, actually, now that I'm thinking of it, to have an electronic version of your comic book log. But they have, like, it's eight, eight, well, this is uh, Amazon Germany. It's like eight euros uh and it's a comic book inventory log comic collector's log for recording your comic book collection so if you have someone who has comic books and you know they don't know what they have or things like that i was originally trying to find something um they have these uh well i shouldn't say that because they might listen to the podcast so they have these you know really kind of cool leather bound logs for for things that are like hobbies so if you drink like whiskey you can like open it up in each page. You can do like the the whiskey brand. You can just yeah. it has like this. You describe the flavor and you check off things, and then you can put it there. I was originally looking for something like that with like comics, so I could do it with my trades because yeah. so often I forget what I've read or people want if I want to recommend something. So just to have kind of like I mean this podcast is kind of I guess a digital log of that, <laughs> <laughs> but like a quick one pager of like oh here's what I thought about this book. Uh, basically like a, a diary that's formatted cool and like uh, a cool leather bound thing. They didn't have yeah. that, but in searching for, I did find this comic book log. So uh, if you uh, are married to someone who's got a big comic book collection and they're just kind of like, you're like, you should get rid of some of it. You're like, well, there's good stuff in there. Like, well, separate the good from the bad, put it in this log and let's clear some space. Mm, I like it. I like it. Um, I am so there is uh this just made me think of this and I believe have you talked about um you were talking about comic book collections have you talked about getting your comic books bound before on yes this podcast mm-hmm. okay I thought for sure and in my head I'm like ooh that'd be I have a couple things that I'd want to bind but uh, but I don't think I, I talked about it on a Christmas list so did you find someone who, who binds oh you're just talking about that in general from that yeah. It's kind yeah, of, like it's kind of me, expensive. Um, yeah, but it's 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 cool. I'm the the thing with 
like I, you know, we've been big into like big omnibuses and like those prestige collections, but like you have that why the last man giant one. I mean, right. it's cool to have, but like it's hard to read. <laughs> right. So these bound ones, they do like two inches. So you would you'd bind parts of runs, right? Yeah. So it would never be as big as that. But I think like I have a decent like I am putting together a collection of uh you know um commandy and I have a dumb collection of um animal man. Right. And uh to me I go like, well, that'd be kind of fun. Right. That'd be an interesting thing. So that's an aside. That's not on my list. But you talking about like creating your comic book like collection list made me think about, well, wouldn't it be cool to get your stuff? Do you like, have uh, do you know uh, what issues of Commander you have? I'd have to go through and look. That's you know what you I could use. You get a log. I, log. <laughs> I need the log. Uh, at one point, I had a digital version. I had it on like a like a, a note of like the Commander issues I yep. had so that when I went to like comic shops i wouldn't buy duplicates of them but then i stopped i just was like oh that's a cool cover i don't think i have that one right and i would just grab that um so here's mine sir this is this is my next thing on the list um it is a essentially a tabletop miss pac-man arcade table two players you could play at the same time uh, facing each other. Well, you can't play at the same time because it's Pac-Man, but it goes back and forth, right? It is a Tabletop head-to-head is Pac-Man. Tabletop is the best, yep. Yeah, Tabletop is the best. Um, Gabby and I saw these at Costco one year and we're like, we should buy it for our for a coffee table or our side table, right? Just own the fact that we're weird people and buy it for the middle of the living room. Yeah, and we were we were so very close, but we I've didn't almost do done it. that. Yep this this is this Miss Pac Man. It has Miss Pac Man, Super Pac Man, Pac Man, Pac Land, Galaga, Galaxian, Dig Dug, and Dig Dug Two, all on all on this. Um, and it's ninety six dollars over at Arcade One Up. That's now, great. Is it is it probably not the best craftsmanship? It's probably not great. Could I? like figure out a way to do it probably but it would not be as fun or as cheap to get this in my living room for 96 dollars. like i spent more more than this on a hockey jersey last week so what what is 96 dollars for a right a, i mean that's a, that, that's like a uh uh movies with the uh family right right so we like i we talked about it and now that i see it's 96 dollars, how do i not how do you not get it right even if it's, I mean, I would, for me, if I'm like, oh, I want it to look nicer, you could just paint the sides of it, like make it all white, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> make, make it look nice for your house, um, but just have freaking Miss Pac-Man um, in your living room all the time. I, I see those all the time, and I'm always like, I've been really close to going. In fact, I did like a play about, about arcades like years ago, and I was like, well, this is a good excuse for me to go and get one, just use it as a prop. Um, yeah. And I think about it, and I do want the tabletop one because it's just one. It's just if you're gonna put it, if you're gonna put an arcade game into your home, like it's let it be more functional. Yeah, let Um, it be more functional and more like it just kind of like sits better in the place. Yeah, um, and things like that. But I do want that Street Fighter Two cabinet. Street Fighter Two cabinet is great. Um, There's an NBA Jam one. The NBA Jam one is tempting. Um, 
so those are two that those are two that that were like, oh, that'd be really that'd be really sweet. NBA um, jams would be would be dope. Yeah, there's this pizza place we used to go to in downtown Mesa. It closed a long time ago, but they had a Pac-Man table like that. And Grace and I would go eat at the Pac-Man table, play Pac-Man. Go, I'd take cash so we could go get change and play the Pac-Man table while we ate pizza. And it'll always be kind of a cool little memory. So for me, having this in the living room would be dope. Oh yeah, I think I, I don't think you can go wrong with that. I think that's doable. No. I, think, oh, yeah. I mean, it's oh, gonna yeah. be uh, that's gonna be a tough cram, Josh. I'll tell I, you, you know what. what? I'm gonna have to do some stretches to really get it in there. But I think, it's worth I think it. I can make it happen. I You're, think it'll be worth it. Speaking of his Pac-Man, there's gonna be real packing that in. There's <laughs> just gonna be <laughs> yes. really jamming. All right, there. sir. Last one is, is a little anticlimactic, but I feel like it's sweet because you know this is I, now that I get to be Uncle Uncle Time in here. I'm always kind of looking for for things to get my. Uh, niece and nephew and my nephew is a good little artist like for you know um nine <laughs> uh, he's 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 strong like he loves to draw dragons and he's a good storyteller um so again another etsy one uh this is uh from an etsy shop and they have different versions of this but i really like this one because it goes to someone it's 15 bucks it's a laser wood engraved uh com uh comic cover uh diy comic book uh, so Ooh, and all the pages have the pre-done panels and stuff panels on, them. on them. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty rad. So I think it would be fun. For, I think it's if it was just a floppy book, I don't know if you would necessarily be like, oh, I want to like put my pictures in here. But if it's like this, you know, wood kind of looks, you know, it's between kid and like, oh, collector. I mean, it'd be an awesome collection to have at, when he got older, if whatever he drew in there. Yeah. Uh, but a sense of it's cheap enough that you can get a couple of them and, and then, you know, they finish one and then you read the comic book and you say, oh, when you finish that one, you can have another one type thing. Uh, and we can get this kid in the comics, man, because the kid's not in the comics. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah man, he likes comic he, books, but. Maybe he could draw his own. I, that's really rad. I like that a lot. I like that yeah. a lot. Uh, here's my last one. Uh, it is a, uh, currently I have a setup in my office with my turntable and my speakers. It's not great. It does the job. I bought it because it was compact and it could put, I could put, it had a tape deck in it and I have a collection of tapes. Um, I need a new turntable, man. I need a new turntable. I want to spend the money on it. Uh, this is a U-turn audio turntable it looks cool uh it's very sleek and modern looking um and it comes with everything you need the adapter the rca cables the the um, dust cover the felt mat everything and it looks really nice for 199 bucks this one is doesn't pop up on mine just because of my internet um mm. uh but uh as someone who just recently put a lot of money down on a new turntable josh I feel you. And I'm glad I did. I mean, you go into the world of turntables uh, and you realize if you're get, if you're playing your records off of like one of those like hundred dollar, like all in one things. Uh, what is how much is this one? <laughs> one night. So this is this does not even have your it doesn't even have a driver. If okay. you bought this, you would still need a. I would still need speakers and yeah, an amp. good, good. So um, because the, some of those all in ones, they just they just tear up your records, man. 
They just, because you can't really balance them. You can't balance the needle. You, it, It's like, and you, if you get it out of the box, the needle they're using, they just dig holes into that. So you realize, like, the sound of it. You're not, I mean, it's not even worth collecting the records. If you're, if you're not putting a couple hundred bucks into it, uh, then... It's not. And so I had to go the sounds, through. The sound on mine is not great. There's not a lot of low end in it at all. And that I think is like, it's the record player. It's the yep. needle. When yep. I play my Bluetooth through it, it's bassy, it's loud. The like a CD is bassy and loud, but whatever the needle is, whatever the, you know, whatever the instrument is that it's using to read the records is not capturing what I want it to. Right. And I've got some great records and I want to listen to them loud yep. in like big so this would be the start of it. I'd need this. I need an amp. Yep. And then I'd need some good speakers. So I went through and got one, uh, and it does have Bluetooth capability, which was kind of a a, a toss for me because you know the true like thousand dollar ones are like yeah you don't want that Bluetooth because you're hooking up your speakers and your preamps and then you're all all yeah. this stuff to it. Um, but you could also hook up speakers to this as well. It's got, you know, drivers and everything like that. Yeah. It makes a whole world of difference, uh, on the sound, uh, because I don't have my speakers here. I just been playing them through my, uh, Bluetooth speakers on here. I've been collecting again. There's a record, uh, st- uh store right down the street. So on a Saturday, you know, go grab a beer or a coffee and then go to the record store and dig through this little, you know, there's uh, some cool things in there. A little, so a German record store yeah. after having your your German a pint uh, and a German. Um, yeah. And they a, were smart. They'd hall. sell them in the store. Um, but yeah. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm all for that. I think it's oh God. I'm I, I always just like cringe thinking about how much money this next year I'm going to spend on freaking records. <laughs> I just bought like a 1970s, like the first like 10 James Bond themes collection record on Ooh. there uh and you know uh that's been great um so yeah it's just kind of fun man but it is it like like comic books uh, it can get a real expensive habit so these these black these uh it's it's a good thing to put on a christmas list is records and record player accoutrement because uh the rest of the year you're burning through your cash on that that's right that's right all right, we talked about cramming everything in our stockings, Travis. Uh, this was our comic book Christmas Christmas list episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hope that you maybe heard something you want to check out. And I will tell you, Travis is the winner of finding stuff on Etsy. So I will tell you, <laughs> you got to order early though from Etsy. So like you listen to this today, you start hunting today for some stuff on Etsy and maybe you'll get it by Christmas. If you don't, print a picture off, give it to yeah. your loved one and say, it's on its way, baby. And look at the right? seller reviews on those, because oftentimes the things that uh, people who buy, the thing they will say the most in their reviews is, "Did it arrive quickly, or was it like kept getting delayed?" Um, yeah. And so pay attention to those as well. Yeah. So I would say uh, a good, a good all around list, Travis. Yeah. Uh, and only it pretty comic book light this year. Pretty comic book light. Yeah. Pretty nerd heavy. Comic book nerd light. heavy. Comic book light, which is which I think uh, is like my favorite type of beer. So comic book heavy nerd light. You know what I mean? Uh, Lots of flavor light on calories. Um, So that is our comic book Christmas list, folks. You can find the episodes uh, in all the old episodes over at comicexposure.com. You can go back and you can listen to, uh, I don't know, nigh on probably not eight years. I don't think we did Christmas Club that first year. And maybe there's a couple gaps in there. But you can listen to probably five quality 
Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of those lists, those things are still online. Yeah, you could go check them out. Go see what you want. See what we wanted crammed inside of our stockings. And maybe you'll want it crammed in yours, too. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, follow us on all the Spotify, whatever you listen to podcasts on. Give us a review, rate us, whatever they do on those apps. Uh, tell your friends to, to listen in and cram some things in your stocking. And uh, we'll see you next trade.